2015, Chinese government trying testing, first testing to Islamic world first, because forbidden fasting, you know, yeah. and also collected Quran, collected primates, and burden Quran even, you know, mm. step by step forbidden Islamic name as well. We're we're we talking on this issue to the world. Really, not really serious international attention. Uh, for for us, maybe we are uh, very few people. Uh, we don't have a power like a uh, uh, China has. Mm. But Jannah uh, uh, Subhanallah with us, we are on the right path, and we can bring our message to them to force them to come out speak about this genocide. Uh, I got one message from Urimji, Turkestan. Mm-hmm. There is a one high-level Chinese government official meeting. During the meeting, discuss my case, saying, mm-hmm. "Dolkun opens a restaurant in Beijing. Actually, it is not the restaurant. It is in international information exchanging service." <laughs> just blame me, you know. You can just look on the online, find the data. For example, the the, the four days event here in London, yeah. Uyghur terminal, was screamed live. And every channel, it's still online. Yeah. You can make your own judgment. We uh, call uh, all human beings, uh, particularly uh, Muslim brothers, because yeah. most of them Muslim country continue silence, uh, and not only silence. Some Muslim countries support China. Mm-hmm. This is unacceptable. Mm. This is the complicity of the crime. This world, well, we believe Ahret, yeah, next world, and. Uh, how they can give the answer yeah. for the Allah. Assalamu alaikum brothers and sisters. We've got a really special unscripted podcast for you today. We've got the President and the Inspector General of the World Uyghur Congress. SubhanAllah, while they were in town for the Uyghur Tribunal, uh, this is the, the representative body of all the Uyghurs. Uh, diaspora uh, around the world, subhanAllah. That's uh, President Dolkun Isa and Inspector General Abdul Hakim Idris. Uh, we speak about uh, the history of the, 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 the brothers themselves, the uh, World Uyghur Congress itself, uh, and we talk about this special Uyghur tribunal that's just uh, finished its first round of hearings in Westminster, London, uh, just this week. Uh, before we begin, just a quick reminder. Uh, if you want to be notified of any uh, future uploads, remember to click the subscribe and the bell notification uh, button. Uh, and if you like this podcast, remember to give us a like and a share and give your feedback in the comments below. And also, if you want to support the Samtun and see an unscripted podcast uh, as well, please do consider donating £5 a month at uh, the website below. Without further ado, here we go. Assalamu alaikum, uh, Mr. Dolkun Isa and uh, Abdul Hakim Idrisi. Zakumullah khairan. Thank you very much for joining us. Walaik salam. Thank uh, you very much. I know you're, you're both uh, very busy with your trip uh, to London this time around uh, for the Uyghur Tribunal. And uh, we want to talk about that and a bit get to know yourselves as well. Uh, one of the problems um, I've, I've had with you two is you're very humble. Mashallah tabarakallah. So that's why I've got both of you on. Uh, each one can talk about the other one, and 
to 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 avoid uh, you know uh, talking about yourself too much. Mashallah, So, uh, well, let's just start off by maybe getting to know you both. You know, Dolkun Isa mentioned that uh, you're the president of the World Uyghur Congress. Yes. Um, when did you start your your kind of activist career, so to speak? Well, salam alaikum. Thank you very much for Excellent. inviting us uh, here today. Uh, as you say, I'm the, the my name Dolkun Isa. I'm the president of World Uyghur Congress. I'm the Uyghur Uyghur Muslim. My activism started very early, more than mm-hmm. 30 years ago, when I was a student's time. Mm-hmm. And I was a student in Xinjiang, so-called Xinjiang University, in 1984 to 88. Mm-hmm. That time, and uh, we start, when I was a student, we formed stu- uh, Students' Cultural Scientist Union. Uh, mean proposed, educated all people, because 75, 80% Uyghurs are alphabetic. Uh, rural area people cannot read cannot write so mm-hmm. we trying uh, to Uyghur students mobilize during the summer winter holiday time and send uh, uh, send the students to rural area teaching of people mm-hmm. this is the main purpose but Chinese government uh, when we start it uh, uh, we have we, we, faced a lot of barrier a lot of problems with the Chinese government then uh, uh, when I enrolled the university, I realized so many uh, discrimination, uh, daily discrimination. Mm-hmm. It is not only against international law, uh, even also against the Chinese open constitution and the autonomic law as well. Mm-hmm. So, and the, in 1988, we held big demonstration, Chinese government discrimination policy against the Uyghurs. Uh, then I was host arrested. Uh, uh, then later time, it was my last semester of the university. I was kicked out from the university. Mm-hmm. I was not able to graduate. So, and in 1994, I left. So, that's mean <laughs> my activism started when I was yeah. teenagers' time. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> a lot yeah. of people, they, young people are very powerful generally in terms of the, the, the movements that young people can start. And yes. uh, Brother Abdul Hakim was mentioning that. Um, you know, you were part of the group that led how many thousands of students? That time, in the 1985, first uh, students uh, demonstration was happening that more than 20,000 mm. students was joining. Then 1988 was uh, the more than 8,000 p- uh, students were joining. Yes. Yes. Dolakim, were you with uh, the um, uh, Mr. Dolkan Isa during that time as well? No, uh, I first met with him, uh, luckily. 1996 uh, okay. in Germany. Mm. Mashallah. So um, you mentioned about the, 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 the youth organizations you first kind of uh, established and were part of. Um, what, 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 what's the trajectory after that? So are those youth organizations you, um, you, you helped kind of um, get off the ground, get more kind of uh, pe- people aware of their rights, uh, even underneath uh, under the, the Chinese autonomous kind of um, the uh, law, uh, and then you were uh, you were exiled. Yes, pretty much. That, what happened after that? Well, 1980 uh, uh, I was kicked out of university. Then I moved mm-hmm. to the Beijing, uh, and uh, I studied English and the Turkish language, Beijing Foreign Language University. And, and after two years, then I opened a small restaurant mm-hmm. in Beijing. Uh, so many foreign tourist students because in Beijing so many 
uh, European students, Arabic students, and Muslim students, around the, uh, mm. so many tourists also. Uyghur food very delicious, you know, Uyghur cuisine <laughs> very delicious. So uh, quite a lot of foreigners came into my restaurant eating. Uh, and I, I had a lot of foreign friends at that time. We are talking uh, about the Uyghur history, and we are talking because most of some people don't know who is the Uyghur. Huh? Yeah. So I trying to explain them. We are not Chinese. Uh, we have our own language. This whole country uh, has been occupied. I, mm. I, I trying to explain this. So I had a lot of uh, foreign friends. I didn't know that time, but later I realized I was monitoring all the time by the Beijing police. Mm. And 1994, uh, spring, uh, beginning of the, uh, 1994, and the Beijing police uh, and they had uh, asked me to come to the, uh, ask several of questions, you know, and uh, why so many foreigners came to use the restaurant. I said, wow, this is all Uyghur because Uyghur food because is very food delicious. Is delicious. Yes, very delicious. <laughs> because this police also, all the time coming to my restaurant eating. <laughs> Don't pay, you know. <laughs> Don't pay. Because you are coming to my restaurant as well. Uh, well, and why you asked me this? Oh, we are asking not only you. We are asking the all, because one street is more than 10 Uyghur restaurants. Mm. And all Uyghur restaurants, all, all boss, and uh, have the same situation. Okay. But when I came and I asked some other Uyghur restaurant boss, no, no, we didn't have any, any, any question by the police. Mm. I thought, yeah. Then later time. Maybe it's, you thought maybe it's your history. It is. It is, I, yes. So, and uh, later, uh, I got one message from Urimchi, Turkestan. <laughs> there is a one high level Chinese government official meeting. During the meeting, discuss my case. Saying, mm. Dolkun opens a restaurant in Beijing. Actually, it's not the restaurant. It is in international mm. information exchanging service. <laughs> <laughs> just blame me, you know. Sorry to interrupt, brother and sister, but just a quick uh, reminder. If you do like this podcast, give a like and a share. Get it to more eyeballs, inshallah, to get this important message out. Then I got, oh, Dolkun is dangerous. If possible, yeah. you can leave. But I don't have a passport. It is not easy to get passport in China. And my residence, and in Aksu, my hometown, mm. uh, this authority never give me the passport because my name is on already blacklist on China. Mm. But in China, if you have money, you can do everything. Mm. <laughs> it's a very corrupted government. I, mm. I stay four years in Beijing. I have a lot of Chinese friends as well. And uh, I earn a little bit of money. Then very quickly, within a couple of weeks, then I manage one passport. Mm. Then, uh, beginning of the May, I left. I came to the Turkey. That time in Turkey is not much Uyghurs, uh, not much Uyghur youngs, but at least 70, 80 Uyghur students study here. This, most of them is my schoolmate, classmate mm. uh, in the East Turkestan. They are joining our demonstration. When I came, then all we gathering all Uyghur students together. Then we established East Turkestan uh, Students and Youth Organization. Then we organized a conference. We organized demonstration. We start a uh, youth movement. Uh, this is something like, like following uh, uh, activism from Turkestan. Mm. But and uh, uh, Turkish government also a little bit uh, not really trying to stop us, but we had some problem, you know. Yeah. So because Chinese pressure is getting stronger to to the, to, to, to Turkish government as mm. well. Then, and uh, uh, some of that time in Germany, Abdul Akim was in the Germany. Uh, in Germany, uh, uh, has Eastern uh, Union for Europe. Uh, first, the Uyghur 
organization in Western country was established in Germany. Because rest of some European country at that time really no Uyghur community. Yeah. Very few Uyghur community was exist. Is it because so, it's hard to get out of East Turkestan as well without yes. passports and exactly mm. yeah. <coughs> so in 1996 and uh, our friends who Abdullahim and some other Omer mm. Kanad, uh, he uh, we met in the, in Turkey. I yeah. met Omer. He asked me please come to the Germany, and we can do uh, our work in the Germany. Then 1996, I came to the Germany and I met Abdullahim. That time, whole Germany maybe 50, 60 people, eh? not too much. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, 1996 November, we invite all Uyghur youth delegation around the world. Mashallah. And November 1996, then we hold four days uh, meeting, cultural cultural gathering, and uh, political discussion. And finally, and we decide we have to set up a political uh, umbrella representative organization of your Uyghur youth. Then uh, we set up Turkestan World Uyghur Youth Congress, and I was the elected uh, executive chairman. Umer Kanat was the elected president. Abdullahim is the uh, uh, director of the foundation. Yeah. So this is the 25, 30 years ago. 25 years ago. 25 years ago. You started uh, as uh, with Uyghur Youth Congress. Exactly. And then that turned into the World Uyghur Congress. Yes, it is uh, 1996 and the World Youth Congress. Then 1999, uh, National Congress was uh, mm. happening in the in Munich as well. All. Then there's two umbrella organization uh, head office, both in the Munich. And the two organizations sometimes we uh, comp- competition, <laughs> mm. sometimes cooperation. Then finally, uh, and 2003, Chinese government called. World Uyghur Youth Congress as a terrorist organization officially, yeah. and put my name also terrorist list. Uh, until that time, is Uyghur cause was not very uh, familiar. Mm. Then uh, we decided World Uyghur Youth Congress, East Turkestan uh, National Congress leadership coming together decided we have to set up one representative body for the East Turkestan people, East mm. Turkestan movement. Then uh, we are preparing more around <coughs> one year's preparation. We start uh, 2003. Then uh, 2004, April, uh, uh, two Congress delegation from around the world gathering in Munich. Then uh, we hold four days uh, long meeting. Mm. Then finally, under all uh, Uyghur diaspora representative, organization representative gathering, and then finally, and we merged together as we call uh, one united organization. Mashallah. This is the World Uyghur Congress, yes. So the World Uyghur Congress is the the largest or the kind of main official representative body of the Uyghur diaspora. It is. And yes. who is it made up of? How many countries are involved and how do you you know operate your like ha- I as I are you elected by kind of local bodies? Yes. Or? World Uyghur Congress is this, the only the representative body of the East Turkestan and mm. the movement in, in exile. Uh, we have uh, we have huge uh, executive committee members, around 33 executive committee members from 18 country. 18, 18 country. Mm-hmm. This uh, World Uyghur Congress leadership uh, 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 should be elected uh, by the delegation. Mm. First, the delegation uh, from uh, 18 country, last uh, General Assembly, 100. 
more than 110 delegation from 18 mm -hmm. country. Uh, this all delegation was uh, elected by the Uyghur di uh, diaspora, Uyghur mm -hmm. organization and the Uyghur community. They are elected delegation. This uh, elected delegation attending the General Assembly, then this elected uh, delegation elected World Uyghur Congress yeah. their, uh, uh, leadership. Uh, this is the structure. Every three years okay. we have one General Assembly. And normally, uh, we should hold uh, General Assembly last year, November, because of the pandemic. Pandemic. Uh, yeah. We've postponed, hopefully, yeah. uh, seventh General. So far, we have already held sixth General Assembly. Mm -hmm. And seventh General Assembly should be, uh, we are planning to hold yeah. this year, end of this year. Inshallah. Yeah. Just a quick thing, but, but you mentioned that China designated you as a terrorist. It is. Um, is that what year was that? Uh, it is uh, actually Chinese government put my name to the Interpol list 1997. <laughs> uh, because the reason I ask is because this um, I thought that, that that this language of using terrorism yes. and stuff came after the U.S. war yeah, on terror, exactly. and that you know China just kind of absorbed that narrative and that discourse as it's being done in you know. Middle East, Gulf states, and even Pakistan and China and other places, you know, just using the terrorist label with all the discourse to squash, you know, you know um, legitimate uh, calls for rights and, and holding governments to account. So you're saying this this was happening before the war on terror started? Yeah, you know, Chinese government put my name to the Interpol, Red Notes, this mm. 1997. That time China didn't uh, uh, use this term, terrorist oh, term. Okay. Yeah. China first used, started to use this term, this language, up to September 11 terrorist attack. Mm, Before, yeah. blame Uyghur activism separatists Separatism, or religious yeah, fundamentalists, yeah. something mm. like pan-Turks, pan-Islam, this kind of level. Mm. When the Chinese government blamed me and puts my name to the Interpol, that time, murder, criminal gang, <laughs> like. But 2003, up to September 11, uh, and the September uh, attack, Chinese government immediately changed the language within one night. Then all the Uyghur activism, so-called terrorism, yeah, you know. Yeah. So, and the 2002, Chinese government first time uh, blamed Eastern Islamic movement yeah. as a terrorist organization. Uh, then 2003, called another three organization. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, plus item, Eastern Islam. World Uyghur Youth Congress, Eastern uh, Information Center, and Eastern Liberation Organization. This all for 11 mm. people. Then, start 2003, Chinese government blame me terrorist. Yeah. Blame me terrorist. Mm. So, uh, but that time, nobody know who's the Uyghurs, you know. Yeah. And, the, and the World Uyghur Congress was not established. World Uyghur Youth Congress, we had really a lot of problems we had faced because China is a big country. Just put you as a terrorist, this guy, this is a terrorist organization. Then a lot of suspicion. Yeah. If we are attending some conference somewhere, is people square. Uh, and, and, and also a lot of background check. Yeah. Background check. Close, a lot of doors close to us. But we have never lost our hope. We continue mm -hmm. uh, fighting all right. And, uh, well, uh, finally my red notes was delayed. But it was taken 21 years. 2018 February, uh, we are fighting a lot until until delayed. This this red notes, 
I was detained so many country border, mm. you know, and I had faced it, deported to China. Uh, but finally, uh, luckily, uh, 2018, this notice was delayed. But China continue blame as a terrorist. Yeah, continue blame terrorists. Yes. So, what are some, Abdul Hakim? What are some of the activities of um, World Uyghur Congress then? Other than being the official representatives of the uh, Uyghurs around the world, um, what are some of the things that you do? Uh, the World Uyghur Congress uh, represented the uh, of the Eastern people. Mm -hmm. It works like a uh, government, mm -hmm. like a state. Uh, we don't uh, have uh, army or uh, administration or ministries, but mm -hmm. we do one state do for their country. We do advocacy, mm -hmm. diplomatic work. We educated our people. We uh, we uh, uh, the, the teaching our culture history, religion, and uh, as a Uyghur as nation, you know what, what a state needed. For example, a World Uyghur Congress uh, explained uh, how it looked like uh, independent East Turkestan mm. and uh, how will uh, their relationship with uh, its neighbors, with the Islamic world, with the Western, with the universal uh, uh, treaties in the, mm. under the UN treaty. Those are we are studying. We are preparing as uh, like a we will uh, our like a, is a, a government in waiting. Yes, in, in waiting, mm. and uh, we uh, luckily uh, right now uh, doing our job good. But this uh, last uh, the, this ongoing uh, genocide, yeah. it's more uh, getting our attention. But it's it's big and yeah. uh, it's imaginable. Uh, tragedy right now. What do you think of the podcast so far? Agree? Disagree about anything? Let us know in the comments below. I mean, I first, uh, we didn't know about Uyghurs growing up either. And I first, we found uh, out first, I think in 2014, about what's going on. And since then, we started publishing and getting people to write articles in the Psalm 21C on a regular basis. But it's only in the last few years that it's become more and more widespread. And I think. This trajectory is, uh, from what I understand, looking at the, um, you know, what the, the 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 testimony of witnesses at the Uyghur Tribunal recently, which we'll, yeah. I wanted to get onto, um, they said that the the policy of the Chinese state, Chinese Communist Party, has taken a kind of accelerated towards um, a more vicious, more violent uh, genocidal policies. Before it was kind of um, uh, a, a bit more subtle cultural kind of um, assimilationist agenda to remove the Uyghur culture and you know the sisters were saying and, and uh, Uyghur sisters that, that I spoke to were saying you know we grew up in communist schools you know they were taking our Islamic identity out slowly and our uh, cultural markers and the symbols of Islam and identity and so forth that was happening for a long time but yeah. recently the this this acceleration towards preventing them even uh, you know having more children preventing them even uh, learning their language learning their about their Islam um, taking confiscating the Qur'ans um, uh, you know rewriting the Qur'ans like they were saying yes. a, a more Chinese um, a, a Qur'an more palatable to the Chinese you know Communist Party um, and this is where you know it became more and more Kind of the news became more and more widespread in, uh, for us and, and generally around the world, 
and this is where the Chinese, the, the sorry, the Uyghur tribunal now comes in, you know. So, the, the Chinese state has been um, denying these things, and it has a very strict kind of grip on the information that um, comes out of East Turkestan, mm-hmm. what it calls Xinjiang province. But um, what, if you could just dis- describe, explain in your own words, what is the Uyghur tribunal, and why is it significant now, at this point in time? <coughs> Well, as you said, uh, uh, this, uh, this atrocity was not new for mm. the Uyghurs in Turkestan. And uh, this atrocity, this the Chinese government's uh, assimilation policy towards the Uyghurs start uh, mm-hmm. since occupation. East Turkestan has been occupied in 1949. Uh, so Chinese government's uh, policy towards the Uyghurs' assimilation and uh, discrimination, this policy has never changed. Uh, but Xi Jinping took the power since 2014. Mm-hmm. This assimilation policy uh, turned into genocidal policy. Yeah. Uh, and 2016, Chinese government locked down more than three million people to concentration camp. Uh, we know that all the Uyghurs who live in exile. I personally, my family disappeared. Abdullah-given family disappeared. Yeah. All the Uyghurs who, li- who live in United States, UK, uh, Turkey, around the world, we couldn't get contact with them. Uh, from 2016, end of 2016, then most of them Uyghurs lost contact. Uh, we are trying to Chinese intention to the international. We know very well because Chinese government's intention is completely eradicated Uyghur's identity and uh, religious identity mm-hmm. and uh, eradicated Uyghur as a people. This is very clear intention. Mm-hmm. So we are trying to raise this issue to the United Nations, European institution, European Parliament, United States, around the world. But until 2018, very few international media attention or some country use very very soft way condemning China. Yeah. But people are dying. People are dying. Time to time we got heartbreaking news. I got my mother died in the concentration camp. Mm. Next day my mm. another f- the friends brothers sisters disappeared to die. We got horrible news. We couldn't sleep in. You know? mm. And 2016, 2015, Chinese government trying testing, first testing to Islamic world first, because forbidden fasting, you know, yeah. and also collected Quran, collected primates, and burden Quran even, you know, mm. step by step forbidden Islamic name as well. We're 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 talking on this issue to the world, really not really serious international attention for this. Mm. And uh, well, we know, and the, this atrocity, discrimination, problem exists around the world, but you cannot compare. At least, even you cannot grow up your bird. If you bird such a bird in the Turkestan, you will be terrorist. Im- mm. Immediately put the camp. Yeah, and the Uyghur woman, we are Muslim. We uh, cannot head uh, uh, scare. His job is completely forbidden. Even head scare. You know, even long dress. Mm-hmm. Chinese government is and uh, and interrogate your all daily life. What you eat, even forbidden halal. This term is forbidden as well. Mm-hmm. And all the restaurant is a halal restaurant. Halal. This 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 sign is must be take out. 
You cannot use the halal. Chinese government Xi Jinping 2017 saying Islam compatible for Chinese Communist Party. Sinnerization. Yes, sinnerization. This policy, then we are trying under no international reaction. So we are thought, huh? Chinese government's intention is to commit genocide against Uyghur. We know that. Some countries uh, condemning this United Nations level, but situation very seriously. If we not take red concrete action, if China not hold accountable for the international law, yeah. then it's maybe Uyghurs another 10 years or another 5 years will be disappeared. This is the Chinese intention. Yeah. So that's why we are talking quite a lot of uh, international lawyer. Uh, we are talking a lot of uh, 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 and the judge and human rights organization and how we can, how we can uh, mm. do it this war, how we can China hold accountable uh, for the crime, for its crime. Yeah. Uh, then, and finally, we uh, talk, uh, we start this work 2018. Uh, we took several uh, legal uh, organization and uh, lawyer. And finally, we approaching uh, Jeffrey Nice, yeah. very famous uh, UK uh, lawyer. He was the the lead prosecutor in the the trial of Slobodan Milosevic, yes. the butcher of the, it uh, is. the Balkans. Yes, yes. yes. So, yeah. and uh, at the beginning, uh, we uh, we trying to convince him. We we, we submit so much document to him. Mm. Maybe more than uh, for for five thousand page document, you know everything. We uh, do uh, a lot of research. Then finally, and uh, uh, he thought, and the situation really serious. Then uh, 2020 uh, June, end of June, World Uyghur Congress was officially recused to Jeffrey Nice to mm. uh, the allegation. To, uh, to, uh, this, uh, to this tribunal. This tribunal. Mm. Then he uh, review our application, and uh, at this, uh, within two, three months, then beginning of September last year, he officially announced and mm. uh, the setup of so the tribunal. Yeah, this is the uh, history of the tribunal. Uh, as you know, in the fall of. Uh, June is start and it's, uh, until yeah. from, uh, from so June. I mean mm. th this weekend gone we had <coughs> Friday Saturday Sunday Monday four days people yes. are coming giving <coughs> evidence uh, witnesses victims of concentration camps some very harrowing stories we were covering it I was there on one of the days and we were watching the live streams as well mm -hmm. some academics showing their yes. peer-reviewed research you know about and you even had a, uh, a former Chinese police yes. uh, uh, witness yes. as well um, what do you hope to achieve with this uh, in, in this this tribunal? Because some people said, you know, it doesn't have any state backing. Yes. Um, I mean, I would argue that's a good thing because no one can accuse it of being yes. biased to any state. It's completely in, uh, independent. But once they and there's another set of hearings in um, uh, September, inshallah. Once you have the this this uh, tribunal finished, what do you hope to achieve? We hope this uh, 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 tribunal uh, uh, give a decision the genocide and the mm. crime against humanity. Of course, as you say, this tribunal no no Biden uh, Biden uh, power, no state power. This tribunal no army, no police, nothing. Yeah. But this tribunal and set up 
according to international law, international. Mm. some country and uh, commit genocide is 21st century. So after hearing, if is a, a tribunal give a decision, this is genocide, then it is the big and the very influential legal prospect, legal uh, reference. Mm -hmm. Then, and the politician, international organization have a legal prospect, have a legal uh, reference to push the government to yeah. take action. So it's a f it's a truth finding exactly. mission to yes. establish mm. beyond reasonable doubt the facts of what's yes. happening on the ground. Yes. Then this can be taken to governments, parliaments, exactly um, companies even yes. to. No, is that some country mm. saying, "Oh, we don't have a legal uh, uh, yeah. legal prospect. We don't have a legal document. This this a genocide. Not it must be some yeah. court decision." So even uh, George Bonson, Prime Minister UK, also a couple of weeks ago, he made mm. a statement saying. Well, this is the uh, court, not the court decision, because someone asking, uh, saying is a uh, uh, Chinese government, you agree is a committee genocide against Uyghur? He's saying this uh, must yeah. be, yeah. That's, so, for the, that's for a court to decide. Exactly, okay. yeah, so we court decide. So mm. court and uh, give decide, then Boris Johnson also cannot silence. <laughs> Quite a lot of countries, leader cannot be silent. No excuse yeah. to silence, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. SubhanAllah. So I mean, um, what, Abdul Hakim, what has the reaction been from the Chinese state? Uh, Alhamdulillah, uh, Chinese state, uh, you know, responding our uh, Uyghur yeah. tribunal, what we have here. Uh, we had uh, very, very brave yeah. uh, sisters. Allahu Akbar. Uh, yeah. Imagine uh, your or my own sister or uh, come out and uh, says what yeah. happened to her in this concentration camps for them from, from the gang rape and, yeah. uh, uh, you know, destruction her souls. Mm -hmm. And uh, still, you know, coming out and says what happened to her. And mm -hmm. uh, the China, uh, Chinese Communist government, uh, I think, to held today a press conference uh, with the relatives of survivors of the camps. They testified here in Uyghur tribunal. Yeah. And this, this is, you know, uh, for, for us, maybe we are uh, very few people. Uh, we don't have a power like a uh, uh, China has, mm. but Jana uh, Subhanallah with us, we are on the right path, and we can bring our message to them to force them to come out speak about this genocide too. Mm. That's what's happening uh, uh, in those days, and uh, uh, I, I say you know uh, you asked uh, uh, my president, my uh, friend and the brother Dolkun. Uh, from his activism to the, this genocide. Uh, I, I, you, as you see, he's a very humble mm. person, but he's very focused. I saw him uh, when he first came to Germany. Uh, he did asylum. Many people may, may, may know uh, how to make asylum and be in the, uh, the asylum uh, things, you know. You will lose your mind. You're just concentrating on what you get. But his main issue was how to organize the, this movement, mm -hmm. how, how to bring to total life. Uh, he, he, he cooked sometimes in the, the, this uh, asylum, uh, what we call in Germany, lager, uh, the, the, the food, bring his wife. But at the time, he was, you know, organizing events. He mm -hmm. never lost his way. 
And uh, when he began in Germany, he delivered, he was uh, the, 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 uh, like, like a delivery guy for pizza, pizza hut. Mm -hmm. He worked in the, in the evening in the pizza hut, in the days, worked the bis, 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 mm -hmm. this, this cars. From, but I from want to, pizza hut delivery yeah, to president. <laughs> well, what, 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 what I want to say is, if you believe in one cause, our cause is mm. not just human rights cause, that's not Uyghur rights cause, it's Islamic cause. We are apart from Muslim, it's Islamic issue. It's, it's uh, 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 what we call fard for us to, to mm. do is, I, th I saw his commitment for this job, and right now, uh, we have, you know, around the world more than 70 organizations everywhere. Uh, and uh, uh, I saw how he has invested in his colleague, his, his, his uh, people. And right now we can uh, collect the, the data, uh, do the discord here and uh, do uh, around the world this advocacy job. And yeah. what we ho hope from our brother and sister uh, hearing this past podcast and the spreading our this tragedy mm. for everywhere you can just look on the online find the data for example the the, the four days event here in london yeah. we, we were terminal <coughs> was screamed live on every channel it's still online yeah. you can make your own judgment mm. what 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 the chinese chinese uh, communist regime uh, conducting war on the declaring war on Islam says the, the religion of Islam is disease, virus. Virus. Yeah. Look, it, it's Islam is a virus. Says it. And uh, the, they openly burning copy of Qurans, turning masjid masjid to the bars to dancing place. Yes. This mm -hmm. is the, the 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 Quran and the masjid is Quran is Kitabullah, book of Allah. Mm. Masjid is Baytullah. You know we, what, what we do ibadat. It's not to belong to Uyghur people. It's belong to every Muslim, what mm. I want to say. It's the obligation every Muslim to stand up. Mm. This, this, this atrocity is uh, never seen before. There was war between Muslims, Christian, Jewish, and other people. That was war between the people. But the CCP, what, what, what they're trying to do is war against entire religion of islam islam religion just a quick reminder brothers and sisters if you do want to support the uyghurs or any other muslim brothers and sisters suffering around the world please do visit our charity partner one Ummah charity on the link below somewhere what's your message to those people who um, maybe they see the chinese propaganda on on twitter and whenever we post something there's always some fake account that only you know started a few days ago saying oh this is all fake there's no such thing as concentration camps and all this stuff. What do you say to those Muslims who are uh, watching, who you know begin to share this uh, these conspiracy theories? China uh, continually uh, denied everything. Mm. Uh, no is no excuse to continue silence or Chinese government continue denied because so many camp survivor. Even this hearing time also yeah. camp survivor telling uh, a horrible story. Uh, uh, yes, so many camp survivor testimony and uh, uh, like BBC documentary and Sky News, Al Jazeera. Mm. They have made very excellent documentary. Uh, even Chinese government organized sometimes uh, propaganda tour, invite some foreign journalists. Yeah. 
a Chinese government shows them better place, creating a split theater, everything. But still, this uh, the foreign journalists then recovering something, and uh, they don't let them go to the concentration exactly, camps. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So uh, documentary and also independent research institutes report and leaked document, for example, New mm. York Times, Chinese cable, Karakash list, Aksu list. This all evidence is very clearly what's going on. So now is China too late to hide in the reality. Mm-hmm. But no way. China says big country and look that in the more than millions of people, three million people. How many people was killed, we don't know. How China saying, oh, I'm sorry, she cannot say it's a big country, you know. But no international international pressure really uh, high international pressure Chinese government China no it is trying to defend the position whole mm. survivor from it is compulsive for it is it is crime crime uh, that's why China continually aggressively attacked everyone not only World Uyghur Congress not only Uyghur activists not only mm. me attacked t- today's foreign p- p- diplomat Mm. Research Institute and European par- Parliament member, UK Parliament member, yeah. uh, even independent expert ever, because China really is really under panic. Panic. If someone is under panic, they are doing a lot of mistake. China mm. is continuing make mistake. One side, China says this tribunal is nothing, no legal basis. But other day, even today, they are and they organize and one press conference. This camp survivors, they are collected all camp survivor relatives. No, just a couple of, uh, one hours mm-hmm. before, they hold the press conference, trying to deny it. Deny it. One year ago, mm-hmm. Chinese government forced my elder sister speaking against me. Yeah. She denied me because they don't have a choice. Yeah. So China now is trying to survive. How can defend themselves? But it's too late. Uh, so I would like to say some people saying, oh, this is the CIA correspondence, this is CIA, CIA game. But people's dying. People. Yeah, because I'm victims. Mm-hmm. No, it's along the four days, this international, this very open court, open tr- tribunal, mm-hmm. everyone can see. At least e- everyone who has a human, human feeling yeah. cannot, uh, should be uh, mm-hmm. silenced. This. So this is the Abdul Hakim uh, already saying, this is the obligation all human beings. Mm. This is the most important obligation is the Ummah, all Muslim. Yeah. Because China already start war against Islam. Yeah. Islamic value completely demolished, destroyed. Islam mm. is Islam. China saying Islam should be uh, comfortable for the Chinese Communist Party. Well, what? In this situation, is a China, uh, the, the Muslim leader continue silent? It is shame. It is shame. Yeah. This is the all human being, particularly all Muslim Ummah, have a responsibility, obligation, uh, should be stand with us and uh, it, it help us. Help yeah. us. Uh, don't uh, trust Chinese. Uh, is not not we are saying because even you have you already mentioned there's a tribunal. One of the Chinese police. Yeah. Chinese yeah. police, he made a testimony here, you know, not yeah. only we are Uyghur. So that's why situation is really dire. Whole region already turned open a prison, open a prison. We are not talking about just the situations of people who are suffering in the concentration camp. The people staying not 
outside concentration camp. Because no one feeling safe. What will be happening next hours, next mm. day, next week? You mm. don't know. Without any explanation, you can take and bring to the, uh, the concentration camp. Yeah. And the forced labor, organ harvesting. You know? Yeah. This is all that's happening uh, today. So that's why we mm. uh, call uh, all human beings. Uh, particularly uh, uh, Muslim brothers, because yeah. most of the Muslim countries continue silence, uh, and not only silence, some Muslim countries support China. This is unacceptable. Mm. This is the complicity of the crime. This world, well, we believe Ahret, yeah? next world, and how they can give the answer yeah. for the Allah. The you know, region. I mean, um, Sheikh Abdul Hakim Idris, he's the author of this book. Uh, menace uh, on China's colonization of the Islamic world and the Uyghur genocide and we're going to have uh, Sheikh Abdul Hakim on uh, again inshallah to go through this in a bit more detail I've only just uh, managed to read the introduction and I'm I'm hooked so once I have a read inshallah more detail inshallah. we'll get you back on inshallah but uh, we just wanted to organize this quick short podcast because the president mashallah uh, Mr. Dolkun uh, was uh, in town uh, and he graciously managed to, uh, you know, give us some of his time between uh, chock-a-block uh, day full of appointments. But before you leave, I know the time is running short. We have a few minutes left. I want to get your practical um, advice to the Muslim brothers and sisters. What can we do? What do you want the Muslim community watching here and elsewhere in the world? What practical things do you want them to do? Well, thank you very much, and uh, at least today you invited us and uh, okay. uh, listening us and broadcasting our voice uh, to the Muslim brother. It is a first step, of course, mm -hmm. and uh, we already told. And uh, there is, and in in the UK, huge Muslim community, mm. huge Muslim community. You have a very uh, uh, close contact the uh, uh, Muslim government, Muslim civil society, the country. Yeah. We don't have much capacity in the Uyghur Muslim. We don't can uh, reach around the world. Mm -hmm. So this, this is the obligation. This is the duty all human beings and all people should do something. So and uh, uh, you have a contact in the civil society in the Muslim country. Mm -hmm. Saudi Arabia, Egypt, Pakistan, um, uh, Malaysia, everywhere. Mm -hmm. We are trying to trying to reach to them, but we don't have such capacity, we have not ability to do So please, you will first first step to, uh, to, to raise awareness. Mm -hmm. Raise awareness. Yes, raise awareness. Yeah, mm -hmm. awareness. Should the people understand? Don't mm -hmm. believe Chinese liar, you know? And uh, secondly, at least every praying, or particularly Juma, Juma, yeah. khutbah, make dua. This is very important. And I know there is a quite a lot of young generation, young generation. She write a letter to parliament member and the government official, mm. prime minister, prime minister should not be. And today, quite a lot of Western company, UK company, German company, US yeah. company have a business. Okay, most of the Muslim uh, go, uh, go, uh, countries company make business China yeah yes okay make business but no it is not correct time business as usual mm. because China 30 20 years ago this uh, the assimilation policy was exist but at least cannot ignore it international pressure but no ignore it why second big economic power mm. 
China after the the, the getting the sec, second big economic power, use its money, use its power to monopolize it, then use this money to crack down to the Uyghur Muslim and even in the Chinese people as well. Yeah, you know, yeah. so money is very important. That's why some comp- companies saying. Well, it is the business. We're not involving the, the, the uh, politics. It is not politics. People are dying. You know, every human being, every company have obligation, legal and moral obligation to stop this. This is not correct by business as usual because we cannot allow this company make money of blood of Uyghurs. Yes. So, and this is, uh, the, uh, people can boycott Chinese protection brands. You know, mm. and uh, uh, yes, and write letter to and to, to the company, for example, yeah. Boss, Volkswagen, mm. so many company. You know, write letter to them, stop the business. This is the most important. Mm. Uh, and this, this around the world, uh, quite a lot of Uyghurs refugees cries. We have no in Turkey more than fifty, sixty thousand Uyghurs, yeah. some stateless already, because this passport expired. Some uh, Uyghur children was born last for five years, but Chinese uh, embassy don't give their uh, birth certificate. They are illegal situations. They are br- uh, stateless. They are stateless. That's why they cannot go to the school. They don't have health insurance. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Mm-hmm. This is the problem. So we asking the people to help the Uyghur refugees. Mm-hmm. Well, the Uyghur Congress, we're trying to help them because we don't have such a capacity. But if the uh, a brother, sister, really, because I know quite a lot of uh, Muslim uh, humanitarian help organization, Islamic Relief, Muslim Relief, yeah. uh, but so far I, I didn't hear their help to Uyghur refugees. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if someone really wants to do something, mm-hmm. can do something, you know. At least uh, one people, in the, if have a free time, just one a placket with the used one banner mm-hmm. stop Uyghur genocide yeah S- spend one hour's time in the public place and uh, in front of uh, in the UK parliament or Westminster anywhere yeah stop Uyghur genocide or, or you know stop the business stop Beijing 22 Olympic well Every, every single man can uh, do something. Yeah. Final interruption, I promise. If you would like to support Sam Trinity Unscripted, please do remember to donate at £5 a month. It's only 16p a day. I believe in you. I'm very um, cautious of the time. I don't want you to get late for your next point. Very important. Uh, brothers, mashallah. Um, I've been taking notes as well as you've been speaking. When you might not notice me uh, on my phone, I wasn't playing a game or texting anyone. I was taking Thank notes. You. And Thank it's you. very important. Um, the, the take-home message for me very important that you know the Uyghur World Uyghur Con- Congress started off as a youth organization and it's inspiring that you know that that you've become united, yes. um, putting aside your differences, united on a focused common goal, and and put that time and effort in for so many years, a few decades, and it's very important to to get that across to the brothers and sisters watching as well that you know people say we need Salahuddin or someone to come along. But you guys have been doing the work of the hundred years that led up to Salahuddin, for example. The hard work to lay the foundation. May Allah put tawfiq in your work. Secondly, um, uh, the campaign. where Many people know now we're, we're running a nationwide campaign soon, inshallah. Um, Islam Trinity with many organizations from the UK, Muslim community. Um, 
the practical things that we're going to be doing in line with what uh, President Dolkan said, Dolkan Issa said, raising awareness, uh, making, doing strategic dua campaigns for Tawfiq from Allah, uh, khutbah, National Khutbah Day, uh, lobbying MPs, uh, sharing boycott lists for boycott, divestment and sanctions for companies and universities that deal with um, Chinese companies that are actively oppressing and discriminating against Uyghurs and providing the technology for that like Huawei. So providing support financially, one Umar charity, check it out, our charity uh, partner, and also providing moral support, very important to exactly. uh, the Uyghur brothers and sisters. We can be doing this online or public displays of solidarity with our Uyghur brothers and sisters because Shaitan will come to them and say, the Muslims have forgotten you, the Muslims have left you. We all have an opportunity now to say, no, the Muslims are with you, giving moral support. And um, with with that in mind, we're organizing a national demonstration on the 1st of July, uh, outside the Chinese embassy is most likely going to be. The 1st of July is very important because it's the 100-year centennial, it's 100-year um, anniversary, i.e. the centennial of the Chinese Communist Party, I'm told. And they've been preparing a lot of you know, um, celebration for that. So we need to turn up with our sign, Stop Uyghur Genocide, Stand for Uyghurs. Uh, so to be part of this and more, please visit islamtunisia.com forward slash Uyghurs to just put your name and email address into the, uh, the form that we've created so that you can be notified on updates uh, on that. Um, without further ado, uh, like lately, I like uh, it's something is 26th of June this yeah. month is two weeks later. Uh, International Olympic Days. Okay. The, then the World Uyghur Congress and the Tibetan organization, Hong Kong's organization, were all we set up the coalition. We are uh, planning to organize a, uh, and a worldwide uh, uh, demonstration that day in the 23 of 23 of June. Okay, uh, we mobilize uh, some uh, people to uh, Lausanne, Switzerland in, in International Olympic Committee. Mm-hmm. But it's because of the pandemic, is the travel restrictions. That's mm. why uh, we organize same days in the Lausanne, in front of the Olympic Committee. Also, different of country, UK, Germany, United States, around the world. So, uh, very welcome, our brother coming to this demonstration. This demonstration will be taking place uh, in uh, UK National uh, Olympic Committee. Okay. National Olympic Committee. So, 23rd of June. Yes. Yes. Outside the UK uh, National Olympics Committee. Committee. Yes. I don't know what that is, uh, but we'll Google it and find yeah, out, yes. inshallah. And yeah, we'll be there. Boycotting in the Beijing 22 yeah. Olympic. Excellent, because excellent. if Beijing Olympic be taking place, it is not Olympic Games, it's mm. genocidical Olympic Games. Yes. Khair. I don't want to make you miss your next appointment, so <laughs> thank you. we'll end it there, inshallah. Thank you very much to President Dolkun Issa and Inspector General uh, Abdul Hakim. Uh, Idris, remember to check out his book as well. We'll put a link in the description. And Jazakumullah Khairan for uh, attending. And Jazakumullah Khairan for you guys watching at home or wherever you're listening to this. Just a quick reminder if you like this podcast, give it a like and a share. And remember to click that bell notification if you want to be notified uh, and subscribe to uh, for any future uh, uploads. Without further ado, uh, I'll let you get on with the, the, the hard work and activism now of spreading awareness for our brothers and sisters' plight. Jazakumullah khairan for Islam Tunisia from Islam Tunisia and Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.